Bitcoin and Co. The podcast about crypto economy and the future of money. Hosted by author and speaker Anita Posch. Hello and welcome to this episode of my Bitcoin and Co. podcast. I'm happy that you're listening. You can find more details about this episode at www.bitcoincopodcast.com. Please subscribe to the podcast, share it on social media, leave a review on iTunes and recommend it to your friends. This supports the continuation of the podcast. The more listeners and subscribers, the more people gain knowledge about Bitcoin and Co. too. Follow me on Twitter at Anita Posh and subscribe to my newsletter to get updates on new episodes. If you like to support the podcast, you can become a sponsor or donate to the Bitcoin address you'll find on the website at www.bitcoincopodcast.com slash support. Thanks for your attention. Let's start with the episode after this short message from our sponsors. Start accepting Bitcoin, Dash or Litecoin for your business today with the Salamantex cryptocurrency payment service. The SX1801 POS terminal by Salamantex offers an easy system for you to accept payments in cryptocurrency absolutely risk-free and receive the exact amount in fiat, such as Euro or US Dollar, into your company account. Easy tax reporting tools and system integrations allow you to just go ahead with your business as usual. Sign up now with Salamantex and start the easy way to crypto pay. Find more information at salamantex.com. That's S-A-L-A-M-A-N-T-E-X.com. Hello and welcome, Elena, and thank you so much for taking the time uh, to to talk to me and to my listeners of the podcast. Um, I always start these conversations with some questions about my guest background because um, I think it's interesting to know a little bit about uh, the people I talk to. Elena, since October 2018, I've read you are responsible for strategy and business development at Casa. Mm -hmm. But you have a long history of working in the crypto space. Um, please tell us about your biography. Mm -hmm. uh, where do you come from in terms of how did you get into Bitcoin? Yes. Uh, thanks, by the way, for having me, Anita. It's a pleasure. Uh, and thanks for waiting for me as well. Um, so my, my background, I, I like to start even before Bitcoin because that's, uh, that's, you know, um, a part of my life experience. Uh, I worked in, um, the traditional financial system in Czech Republic. I was building, um, uh, big, uh, networks of financial advisors. I did the first franchise, uh, uh, network of financial advisors in my country, which became the second largest eventually. And, uh, I created the first online media portal for insurance brokers. And then I worked for Societe Generale. So I have kind of a decent background in, in the let's say risk management industry. And that risk management I took over to, to crypto. What is uh, hardware wallet? It's a risk management tool, right? Mm -hmm. And Casa, um, actually the same. So I kind of continue in, in, um, mitigating risks for people. Um, and that's what I love. And I like to create like meaningful products, products people love to use and that makes sense. Um, how I got into interested into bit in Bitcoin. 
That happened when I um, studied right after the uh, financial um, um, collapse. collapse thank you. <laughs> thank you. In 2008, I started to study um, diplomacy and geopolitics, and I was extremely interested in uh, international monetary system. And um, my thesis was about the international monetary system in the current imbalances, and I was researching alternatives to the uh, to the dollar, to euro, um, and other currencies that are weaker in the international position. And I was trying to find better sound money. Little I knew back then that there's something like Bitcoin. That was 2010, 10, 11. And um, it blew my mind when I realized, oh, wow, this can actually work. And it blew my mind so much that I didn't even finish the thesis. <laughs> and I went like, okay, I, I got my knowledge that I needed, you know, and, and, and that's fine. So it took me another two, three years uh, until I uh, quit my uh, day job. Right in the in Societe Generale, in insurance company of SG, and and I launched Satoshi Labs, uh, the company that stands behind the invention of Trezor, the first hardware wallet. Um, yeah. So you were launching this alone. Uh, so you're the I was the, I'm the co-founder. Mm -hmm. uh, I had two co-founders, Marek and Pavel, uh, who are more the technical guys. They're also called Slash and stick ah, okay. okay and uh, they have uh, they have invented the the, the treasure um, and they probably needed a, a female touch you know uh, on on the business part on the operations marketing and everything else basically that they didn't want to do I took on uh, because I found that this is an incredibly useful product to have and I wanted I was just passionate about building it mm -hmm. great so I thought that Trezor is a French company mm. check it it's check really? yes Ledger that. is French Yes, French. yes, yes, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Tresor Some people. Is, uh -huh, okay. uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I'll buy a Tresor now. Oh, <laughs> cool. Thank because you. Because I like this history. And also, I'm from Vienna, or close mm, to the Czech Republic. Okay. And uh, I've seen you studied in uh, Bratislava as well. I'm Slovak. Origin. I was born in Slovakia. Well, I was born in Czechoslovakia. But when yeah. I say that, people know that I'm old. So, <laughs> so I'd better, I'd better say like I'm from Slovakia, but I live in Czech Republic in Prague uh, since okay. like 16 Because years. Because I, I mean, I visited, and then people also know that I'm old. I was in Bratislava <laughs> when there was the the, the curtain. You know, oh, so really? we were there for for athletics. Um, oh, so cool. I was really young then, but yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, back to our topic. Um, I think the one invention you also did at Tresor was the seed. The There has not been any... Um Okay, so the the seed is a is a general cryptographic uh, term, um, not not specific uh, to to Bitcoin, right? So we did not invent the seed, but we did uh, create a standard that defines a mnemonic seed as a representation of the seed. So, in, in other words, we defined the vocabulary of 
2000 and something words um, that nowadays all the wallets that are uh, compatible with this standard are using to generate uh, the words you know so so that that was a part of the necessary development needed to create a hardware wallet that would be usable. It's a great thing because it makes um, um, your funds compatible to every wallet that uses the mnemonic mnemonic, hardware. Yes. So actually, I think you you people should get a prize for this, like the Nobel Prize of of blockchain or something. Really, because I think it's a good thing. Oh, thank you. Um, I I will pass it on to Slush and Stick. (laughs) Yeah, and also, you know, the idea of that I could leave my country only knowing 24 English words and mm. memorize them and I wouldn't need a smartphone or anything else and mm-hmm. I can reinstall my funds that's yep. great some, some people even like travel and then they have their book and they have those words somewhere in the book you know and yeah definitely definitely before we continue our show a short message from our sponsors thanks for listening and we will be back soon you're looking for a solution to store Bitcoin the safe and easy way? The Card Wallet is a high secure way to storing Bitcoin offline, developed by Confinity and the Austrian State Printing House. The Card Wallet is a professional cold storage solution made with high quality security materials and tamper proof features that prevent the manipulation of the card. If you want to know more or buy the Card Wallet, go to www.cardwallet.com. But you know, there's one fear I have, but maybe you can help me on that. Um, if um, the thieves get more, um, if the thieves know more about uh, seeds and stuff, mm-hmm. and they find my words at home, then I'm lost. Well, that depends. Um, you know, security is not the one thing, like solution, not one solution for everything. So you have the seed, but on top of the seed, you can use a passphrase encryption. Uh, which means you have uh, uh, a word or a sentence, it can be actually a sentence, uh, that creates a completely new wallet out of the 24 words. And so that is your protection against someone stealing the seed. Okay. Um, the question is whether you will remember the passphrase forever. Right, whether it's a good strong passphrase, whether it's uh, by uh, accident uh, some uh, you know motto that you put on your Facebook page and you know then use it as a passphrase, that's not a good uh, good thing to do as well. There's a lot of you know uh, little things you cannot say this is a perfect solution. Nothing is a perfect security solution. Right, but the seed, like the the piece of paper, has become an issue, um, especially because people don't know like where to store it securely, whether to duplicate, whether not. Well, you know, what if I get robbed and I don't have a passphrase? Because actually, that's an advanced feature, right? That's not for everyone, uh, and not all <coughs> wallets uh, are supporting that. Um, and so all these questions led basically um, the CASA engineers to come up with a seedless setup where you have a multi-sig. Um, the multi-sig basically is you have, for example, a 305. So in total, you have five keys and you need three uh, of them to move the funds, right? So that's my favorite example because then you have basically five different wallets 
assuming that three of them are hardware wallets, one of them is a phone, right? And one is with Casa in this case. But if you were uh, set to set up your own multisig, okay, and you had five different hardware wallets, right? Then you also have five different seats. And all of a sudden you have 10 items mm -hmm. that need a secure separate different location. Mm -hmm. That's that's impossible to do, right? Mm -hmm. So getting rid of the seat by design may not be a bad idea. So that's what the Casa uh, Keymaster app does. Yeah, I mean, I researched uh, Casa Keymaster. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure yet if I understood it right. So the one thing I realize is that doing a multi-signature security wallet stuff for a private person like me at the moment is very difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I didn't even find a resource online to, to a guide or something like that. Mm. So I think you need some kind of deep knowledge at the moment. I mean, huh? I mean, there are some wallets that have implemented it and it's kind of, I'd say fairly usable, but it's not for beginners. It's definitely not for noobs. Like you can use green address. They have a def by default a two of two and two of three. Uh, it's not the type of multisig that you get to choose, you know. But with Copay, for example, Copay, in my opinion, back in the days, had like the best multisig implementation, but it was still difficult. Yeah. It was. It looked yeah, beautiful, it but is. it was difficult to do. So we need to, you know, make it just easier. But what does Casa do now? I saw it's also a lightning node. So yeah. is it yeah. is one a box everything? I no, 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 no. There is a mild confusion and uh, like uh, on what Casa does because a lot of people do know about the Casa node and a lot of people don't know about the Casa Keymaster. But uh, oh, we yeah. basically started with the Keymaster. Keymaster is a key management application. Oh, yeah. We don't call it a wallet. Because you don't keep your crypto in the wallet. You have your crypto in a multi-sig setup on your hardware wallets. Well, basically the, 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 the private keys on your hardware wallet. So, right? So we are not custodian. It's a fully self-custody solution that allows you to have a multi-sig setup really easily. It's basically a graphical interface where you tap on your phone and you connect uh, devices and, and sign. That's it, right? Um, and it consists of, of this um, idea of a multi-signature, okay? Multi-device, multi-location, where you distribute the keys in different locations and it's basically the, the entire experience is very smooth. It allows you to replace a lost hardware wallet in a simple few clicks. So this is, this is the, the, the core. This is the key management. The mission of CASA is sub, uh, support the security of a sovereign hodler. Okay. We want everyone to be secure, but in an easy way. Uh, as a part of that mission, we issued, uh, we created the CASA note. Why? Because as a Bitcoiner, you are not completely sovereign if you rely on CASA or another wallet uh, and their service to relay your transactions to you or back, you know. So every Bitcoiner should be able to run a Bitcoin full note for himself. To verify. But it's not easy. I mean... It, Bitcoin full node is relatively easier compared to running a Lightning Network node yet. Also because it's a bit older, right? 
but this is one thing and then as we uh, you know uh, follow the the uh, evolution of lightning network we thought okay uh, let's do something that is plug and play for people and so you can be a part of uh, the uh, entire ecosystem and support its growth and be the bank you know have a casa at your home and be a part of the huge uh, global financial network that's about to explode this year and i hope it will does this also mean if i would if i have a casa uh, node that i could also earn fees in the lightning network Yes, uh, potentially. Uh, right now, it's like really uh, um, negligible, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, theoretically. It, theoretically, in the future, if the network picks up uh, and you route a lot of, you know, transactions, uh, you could, you could. But I don't think that should be like the, the the main motivation, or I cannot really estimate with my with the knowledge that I have, like how much would yeah. you yeah, yeah. potentially earn. <laughs> But those the, the the key master is is an app. Can I understand? Yes, is a, a app that I can run on my computer or on your phone. Only on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. So you have it's Android. Not like Ledger Live, for instance, because I also have that on my computer. Okay. No, no. no. Um, uh, so this this is a um, we first started with an iPhone app. Uh, we will be launching Android app soon. Ah, okay. And uh, what you do when you want to sign a transaction, for example, uh, you don't even need to connect the hardware wallet to the phone. You basically uh, create a transaction and it sends you uh, through the API. For example, Trezor has a Trezor Connect API mm -hmm. okay. that allows any services implement the, uh, the API and support hardware wallets signing okay? okay so basically we are using those apis to allow users to come and then plug the whenever you're at home right you come uh, uh, take out uh, your treasure out of a drawer sign the first part or the second part of the transaction and then the third uh, device you have in your office for example so the next day you're going there you will take your ledger out of uh, out of the drawer and finalize The signature, and then in the app, you just confirm and relay the signed um, uh, transaction to the network. Now, this is not a hot wallet yeah, product. Yeah, exactly what I wanted to ask. Now. Right? Yeah, yeah I get cold storage, and you use it for bigger transactions. For your savings, right? Okay. It's, it's like when you have a saving account or something in your bank. You're not uh, doing everyday purchase uh, using that account, probably, right? I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, but but I guess the, the app will cost something, or is it free? No, this is not free. This is a premium level service. We uh, it comes with a dedicated uh, client advisor. Uh, it comes with a twenty four seven customer service and a lot of other stuff around, and it costs ten thousand dollars a year. Okay. Um, so it is basically um, this price tier is for crypto wealthy. Okay, it doesn't make sense for you if you have like ten thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin to pay, yeah, yeah. pay, pay that <laughs> money. Companies, I guess. Um, so we are focused on individuals and on small uh, companies and teams and management and um, family offices, wealth managers. We are not delivering uh, enterprise level solutions such as BitGo. For example, mm -hmm. of course, you know my goal is to to make uh, this technology available to everyone. Yeah. Uh, our strategy, however, we chose to go from the top tier and trickle down. 
you know, you do, you have different you have, strategies yeah. uh, of go to, go to market strategy. So uh, we we just decided this uh, is uh, the first step to do because we need to secure the most wealth, right? And then uh, we are working on another uh, price levels and different offerings. So don't worry, it's coming. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, the note, uh, the note itself, you can purchase. We we are, for example, a part of the package uh, of what, what our clients are becoming is things like the note, uh, other goodies that I'm not allowed to talk about uh, right now because it's a part of our secret sauce. Um, but our clients are becoming like super, uh, super focused. Uh, service and uh, a weekly briefing on security, what's happening and stuff like that. Um, eventually, and so uh, the note itself, the Casa note, you can purchase outside of the Keymaster. So you don't have to be a Keymaster uh, client in order to, to get the note. Uh, so that's, uh, uh, that's $300. We also have um, uh, developed a security checklist. It's a free to use for everyone um, because we do care about people's security and we would like to kind of help them think about their own security, right? So if you go to our website, keys.casa uh, slash app, app, um, you can do a simple, quick uh, test. It's just a few questions that you answer yes or no to find out uh, what's the status of your security when it comes to uh, crypto assets. Mm-hmm. What do you think are the biggest obstacles or hurdles that Bitcoin uh, has to manage to be uh, adopted more widely? User experience, definitely. Uh, we, you know, I love Bitcoin. Don't take me wrong. I'm a huge Bitcoiner. But um, we, uh, we as, as the Bitcoin community are very impatient and we want to enforce our worldviews on what they call the no-coiners. I don't like the name, but you know, you get me. Um, and so we are pushing towards uh, using um, Satoshis or Beats instead of Bitcoin, while the world has no idea about Bitcoin yet, right? So (laughs) there's certain impatience and like kind of uh, stubbornness and we we think that we will convince, well, we, we we have the Holy Grail, why don't you see that? You're stupid if you don't, right? So that's kind of the feeling I sometimes have when I look at the developments in 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 crypto that is not user focused. So that the user experience, that's it. Uh, design um, services, for example, you you know you have two situations, and and I think I heard this uh, from Andreas uh, the first time. He said, "You are either completely left on your own." When you have a hardware wallet and you need to protect your keys and, you know, self-custody, whatever, self-solution. Uh, and Or you go to a Bitcoin bank, such as, you know, Coinbase. Um, and there's nothing in between and we need to bridge that. There's no company that's providing customer service such as, uh, such as Casa, like uh, advisory, right? For security, uh, you know... Sometimes I feel like the word marketing is almost a swear word for Bitcoiners, for some, right? And it's not a bad thing. Like, let's do marketing. Why not? It deserves. It's a great uh, product. It is a product. It is a product of collective effort, right? 
and it deserves a better name uh, and it deserves a nicer interface so um, you know my mom could eventually just go and of course I use Bitcoin you know <laughs> like I want that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are your plans for 2019 what do you think um, is going to come this year uh, we are working like uh, within casa we're working on other price tiers and uh, other offerings other multi-sig tiers and so on so that's coming and just uh, keep a check on on uh, our twitter or our website um The note will get also a lot of uh, updates, and uh, me personally, I'm also involved in uh, a dozen of other companies as um, advisor or as a board member. So it's kind of a busy year ahead for me. <laughs> I recently joined the board of uh, Biomass Plastics, uh, which is a company that produces. Um, or producers, our engineers uh, have a way uh, how to create a, a material that behaves and looks like plastic, but is 100% organic and 100% so soluble in water. Mm -hmm. Okay, which is not the case of the bioplastics that we have today. Uh, bioplastics that are presented as, as being biodegradable are usually between 10 to 50% percent, uh, standard polymers. So I got into this and this is like a completely, you know, different, uh, different business, but I'm excited about it because it makes sense, right? So I, I just love stuff that makes sense <laughs> for the future. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Do you have any book recommendations or something for people who want to get into Bitcoin, who want to know more about it? If, you, if you're a starter, then just read uh, Internet of Money from Andreas, just to kind of get a feel of the topic. It doesn't explain uh, like on a technical level what it is and what it does, but he uh, basically it's a collection of his talks. Uh, I think it's very enlightening. I like to give that book to my friends and family. Oh, it's great! So that Soon you can do it in German. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to you. Thanks to Anita. Um, I would I would start there. You yeah. know, um, ideally people. Hopefully we'll, we'll be in a position where they don't have to go online and research. Yeah. You know what I mean? The nicest thing It's like you don't go online and research about how, how do I use the internet? Yeah. You just, not now. I mean, 20 years before, mm -hmm. yes, you had to. I think it's like a bit like in 1995 when you got email first and you were like, huh? how, how, what? What do I, I do? It, yeah. <laughs> you should see my face when I uh, installed my first, uh, Electrum wallet. Yes, mine too. I closed it again. I was like, WTF? What is this? <laughs> Honestly, I was extremely confused. Um, yeah, me too. But, well, what I, I started with a smartphone wallet because I think they are uh, they have a higher usability and for small mm -hmm. amounts you only need a, a smartphone wallet yeah. for the beginning. Perfect. Yeah. So, fine. Thank you very much for your time. Um, have a good uh, trip home. Thank you. you go. And, um, yes, thanks. Thanks. All, all the best to you. Dankeschön. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. This was today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast in your podcast player, 
share it with your friends and family on Twitter or Facebook and leave a review on iTunes or YouTube. If you consider to support the show, you can tip me in Bitcoin if you like. You'll find my Bitcoin address on the website at bitcoincopodcast.com forward slash support. If you want to advertise your product or company, please send an email to hello at bitcoincopodcast.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Audio editing and signation spoken by Katrin Eidenhammer. ID and production by Anita Porsche.